it's wonderful how how the American people display their sportsmanship. Welcome to the Often Daunted Podcast, where the Indiana Hoosiers just completed the sweep over the Purdue Boilermakers. Let's go. Let's go. They said we couldn't do it. They said we couldn't do it by six points, and yet the Hoosiers did it. The Hoosiers went into West Lafayette and got the win 79-71. to And guess what? It wasn't even a trace game. Jalen Hood Shafino put the entire Hoosier Nation on his shoulders and beat the Purdue Boilermakers. With that final buzzer, Indiana completes the 4-0 sweep, boys and girls. And more so than that, they stop Purdue from cutting nets in my face. Cut the nets, sure. Just don't do it in my face. Well done, boys, for saving me from that. This game was circled on everybody's calendar. Even ESPN. Even ESPN. I mean, they, they previewed this game, even though it was on Fox. Everyone was watching, and the Hoosiers showed out. I mean, that first half, it was it was, it was was a close one. The Hoosiers were fighting tough, but, uh, I mean, out of the gate in that second half, Purdue took the 40-34 to lead really quick out of the gate, and then the Hoosiers rattled off a 12-0 run, largely sparked by Trey Galloway. In a night that it was touted as, like, the battle of the bigs, it was the Hoosier Smalls that won us this game. Smalls. I say Smalls when Jalen's a 6'6 point guard. It, it, it was after that 12-0 run that the Hoosier defense just won this game. The Hoosier stout second half defense provided the backcourt necessary to hold the, I mean, just young and rattled Purdue backcourt, honestly. They looked rattled in that game. Whatever layup Braden Smith took towards the end there. That, that I mean, you saw the level and poise in their freshmen and ours. God, I loved it. I loved that game. Incredible to see. Yeah, Jalen, I mean, it's it's the Jalen show. This is the Jalen show today. Often daunted, the Jalen show. Uh, I mean, he 23 points in that first half. He is the reason that we stick, we stuck in it. Indiana, Indi- the Indiana program as a whole has been liable to get in these insurmountable leads that they continuously crawl back from. But this Indiana team is showing that things are different. Jalen Hood-Shafino solo carried the Hoosiers in the first half and was able to keep them in it long enough for the shooters to find their shots. While the while the Hoosier shooters found their shots, the Purdue shooters didn't. That staunch defense held the Purdue shooters to 3 of 15 from behind the arc. And while also doing that, they were able to affect Edie enough. Enough that he went 8 for 17 from the field. He's always going to score. He's 7 foot 4. He's playing basketball on tutorial or story difficulty. You know, like when you're playing Call of Duty and the opponents just shoot themselves. I mean, compared to Trace, it's just such a harder, I mean, it's such an easier game. That Hoosier defense, that Hoosier defense won the turnover battle in Mackey. The Hoosiers won the turnover battle in Mackey against the most mechanical Purdue team I have ever seen. They won the turnover battle. 10-8, to eight, but they still won it. It, w- it was these two in tandem, the defense and the shooting, the defense and the shooting, just working off of each other, one feeding the next. But, I mean, back into Jalen's game. Let's continue to talk about Jalen. I have always started these episodes start talking about Trace because it's always been the Trace show. This season has been the Trace show. I am so pumped this episode is the Jalen episode. Jalen's mid-range game today was just, it's insane. He was he was taking mid-range shots, but dribbling towards Edie, testing him, and then rising up over him, taking the jump shot over the 7'4 center. 
Andy also does this thing when he drives the lane where he'll like slow down so he feels the point guard that he just beat on his backside just so he knows exactly where he is before shooting. He, just his, his his ability to know exactly where he is and know where the opponents are is insane. And, and the ability for the audience to see him actually doing it, going through the reads, is pretty awesome. Yeah, it's, I mean, it, yeah, it's very cool because you can see him going through the reads of... Okay, here's him slowing down in the lane. He's on my back up. Boom. It's it's incredible. But then again, I don't know ball. Never claim to. Never have, never will. I should get that disclaimer tattooed on my forehead. Even though this is a podcast, so you wouldn't see that. No, no, no. Those mid-range shots, back to Jalen. <laughs> those mid-range shots, you could not call any of them high percentage. Jalen was not taking high percentage shots today. No, I can't say that. Because I would say if anybody else was taking those shots, they wouldn't be high percentage. For Jalen, those were very high percentage shots today. You you didn't mind seeing him take it. He he finally put it all together. This is this is a fully weaponized Jalen Hood Shafino. The Boilermakers just got today. You see just how the the energy just fuels everything. As even his rebounds, he had seven rebounds, uncharacteristic uncharacteristically high for our point guard. He he dictated everything in this one. Providing the bulk of the offense, his game really bled into the other other Hoosiers. I haven't seen the team operating like that off ball in all season. All season. We were getting shooters open. Miller was getting his shots. He took seven, made three, I believe, three-pointers. It's just rolling. Confidence, emotion, uh, winning. <laughs> it's just all, it's all snowballing here. And it, it is refreshing. It is nice to see that when Trace is shut down, which... It will take Zach Eady to shut him down. Like, he, he was a non-factor in the first half, which you can't even say non-factor because he demands so much attention of the defense that I imagine he, in part, opens up the paint for Jalen to do what he did. Or, yeah, he he opens up the court for Jalen to do what he did. But it's incredible to see the Hoosier role players stepping up to produce like they did. Uh, both Miller and Trey ended the night with 13 points. The Hoosier three-point shooter shot 7 for 15 in that second half. This this team's proving that they they can shoot. What do you need in March? You need shooting and defense. And luckily, we got both of them today. We saw them both on full display against one of the best teams in the country in their home arena. Let's go. I, like, I don't think I've entirely processed how awesome that win was yet. I think it just kind of, I don't know, it just rolled over me. Hasn't even really sunk in yet. We just went into... Mackey and got Trace his first victory over the Purdue Boilermakers. We just stopped them from cutting nets in our faces. That's the best. I mean, cutting nets would probably be the best, but nah, I'll take it. That that three point per, that three point shooting was aided by Trey. I mean, again, I said he had three, thirteen points, but he was three for four from behind the line. His shooting isn't it isn't a streak. It isn't. This is what he does now. Trey's effort is is paying off. He's adding all these tools to his game. He had five assists in this one. Had the most assists on our team. He was able to close out far better today than we were on Michigan State. Every single Purdue shot was affected. Trey's going to be a scary player next year, and I'm going to be so grateful that we got him, that he's a Hoosier. This was a great game to see him just produce a reliable output, something to hang his hat on. I mean, yeah, more than that. Trey just won and Trey just beat Purdue and Mackey. Hell yes. 
in case this is your first time listening to the Often Daunted podcast, I uh, like to think that this is the uh, fourth Indiana podcast you're listening to, uh, fourth or what, whatever. After you've exhausted all other Indiana content out there, come here. We're just going to reminisce. I don't talk X's and O's. I've never been a basketball coach, never been a basketball reporter. I just do this in my spare time. So uh, yeah, just once you've, once, you've, once you've worked your way through everything else, come reminisce here with me. Miller Cop really showed off. <laughs> he really showed off some of the mid range today. I think he went two for two from mid range, um, ending five for nine from the field through the night. You saw you saw him get beat defensively a few times, uh, but while while you have seen him be a step slow here and there throughout the season, and yes, admittedly he has. In this game, you saw him uh, make up for it with just anticipation. He was trying to see where the uh, where his guy was gonna be, and he was he was out to the shooters quickly. He was out upon the receiving of the shot, ready to contest. That's what we needed. We needed to make sure that anybody not named Zach Eady wasn't going to beat us. It had to be Zach. Zach was going to have to score fifty points to beat the Hoosiers. Thank Christ he didn't. In the post game interviews, Matt Painter said if anybody had told him that Trace had ended the night with ten points and eight rebounds, he would have figured the Purdue Boilermakers would have went home very happy. And think about that stat line. 10 points, 8 rebounds. For anyone else, that's a decent night. For Trace Jackson Davis, for the... I mean, he was our production. He was everything. He was everything heading into this game. By all measure of Indiana's season up to this point, if that was Trace's stat line, Purdue should have won. The Hoosiers persisted. Jalen hood Chavino persisted and showed out. And they showed an ability to win. Not only win, but win over your highly touted rival in the uh, highly touted environment. I mean, they really do get a lot of credit for however loud that place is. Never been to a game there. Would love to go. While, while you think that that would be the end for the Hoosiers, that's Statlin. 10 points. A 10-point Trace night is a loss for the Hoosiers. Not if Jalen had anything to say about it. Not if Trey, if Trey had anything to say about it. Not if Miller had anything to say about it. it. It was great to see that the Hoosiers can win without his constant domination of the opposing front court. After our All-American got stood up for zero in the first half, he did. We saw him persist, but even more, we saw our previously slumping freshman transcend. Transcend and just put out a signature Hoosier win. That was one of the greatest performances these Hoosier eyes have ever seen. All things considered. I mean, if you put every factor into this game, we should not have won this game. We shouldn't have. It's the Big Ten. You don't win on the road. And this Purdue team's really damn good. They mechanically beat teams. Indiana found a way to outplay... And just, it, 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 I mean, you saw it when they when when Indiana got uh, everybody running, got Purdue looking to run in transition. That's when we really took it over, opened up everything, allowed Jalen to just absolutely cook. A large part of like tra- a large part of Trace's issues in this one were, was just foul trouble. Got into foul trouble, but Malik did great. Malik did great subsidizing those minutes in his time on the floor. He didn't light it up by any means, but uh, he took one shot, and it was a very very pretty finish. Very pretty, pretty finish. Just showing off his superior footwork, converting, converting a, converting, converting a uh, spin hook in the paint in a time that the Hoosiers had to depend on him here. Trace was out. Somebody had to get in there and provide just damage control, and he was able to do it. In his ten minutes on the floor, he got three rebounds. Not bad for a young big man. A little more on the Indiana bench. We saw Tamar get eleven minutes in this. He uh, provided some dependable defense, but at the same time, he didn't get a shot off. Not one shot. We do need him to get through this slump he's in. 
He is in a slump because he had he didn't break it here. That's for certain. Gosh, I have faith in him. We all saw it. We all saw evidence that he can do it. We're going to need it. I'm hoping in these next two games we get some time to uh, get him in, get him involved. That being said, just give Jalen the rock right now. I'm hoping that Jaylen, this just carries Jalen into just a player of the tournament run. We're going to need to get through this with him. Here's hoping in these next two we can get something going. Mike Woodson had these guys ready to come out and fight. I think he took some really great timeouts. Um, really was able to cauterize the wounds before they got too bad. He had these boys hanging in there in the first half, well, him and Jalen, and was able to rally the Hoosiers into just some inspiring shooting. The shooting with the defense, I mean, it's just all made for one of the greatest basketball halves I, I've gotten to watch. I got to watch IU come back and ultimately destroy the Boilermakers. That score, you can say what you want about that score, but that second half is not as close as that score would tell you. We looked we looked far more competent. The Indiana team was in in harmony. You saw you saw them working in I mean, Jalen was a maestro out there directing the offense. All, I, we haven't seen that all season, though what we saw in the second half. Just everybody moving, everybody looking to get open and get their shot up. I mean that that half was after after just that 12-0 run, getting the 59 to 48 lead and just never letting Purdue get back into it from there. Credit Mike Woodson and I think uh Trace credited Roseman with the defensive game plan. Worked to a T. We got the victory over Purdue. Oh man, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I hope all of you guys are feeling good. Because uh we're going to be handing out our uh, show Walter Fish of the game. This is the show Walter Fish of the game. Do you really got to ask? Do you really got to ask who gets the show Walter Fish of the game today? You know, I've been looking for reasons to give it to anybody other than Trace this season because he is absolutely just, he's hoarding them. He's hoarding the show Walter Fish of the games. Jalen stepped the hell up today. I, I, I said in the pregame, I post a little pregame post on my site, oftentaunted.com, uh, just kind of figure out any preconceived notions I may have before the game and uh, how they are going to change uh, following, just to make myself aware heading into recording. But I had said, um, yeah, I said there's no better time for Jalen hood Shavino to have a signature performance, to just, what better way to raise your draft stock than absolutely taking it to your rival? Not only your rival, your highly touted rival, your, uh, sure, their backcourt isn't the strongest. Sure, you took full advantage of that. But nonetheless, Jalen hood Shafino and all 35 of his points in this one are taking home the Showalter fish of the game. For your Showalter guppy, that is a uh, just a moment of a game, uh, just a high energy, really turn things around. Uh, I'm going to give it to Trey Galloway. Trey Galloway, I'm going to give it to that play. He had a steal. Uh, I think it really kicked off that 12-0 run. Yeah, I think it was two steals in a row. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he played his ass off. He's getting the guppy. Right after this short word from our sponsor, we'll uh, get into some Big Ten basketball, everything that's happened since the last time we recorded, and then we will uh, take a look at the standings. So stick around. The Often Daunted Podcast is brought to you by Legos. Again, don't know what to get your little brother? Legos. Now, before we get into uh, Big Ten basketball, as we uh, 
do following the ads every time. Uh, I do want to shake it up a bit this time. Uh, I'm starting to reach into the voicemails a little. Yes, I do have a voicemail now. You can call out at 260-267-5460. Go ahead and leave me a message after the game, just immediate thoughts, whatever you got. I'll be sharing one each episode. Uh, This one I got Tony, uh, left me a pretty nice voicemail. Wanted to go ahead and share it. He's just uh, sharing some of his thoughts on the game. Again, reach out to me at oftendaunted at gmail.com, on Twitter at oftendaunted, or just go ahead and call that number, 260-267-5460. I'd like to just leave a few thoughts about the huge win we just uh, had tonight. Uh, aside from the obvious that um, uh, Jalen Hutchipino had a monster game, uh, he showed why he's a first-round draft pick. Um, and that Trey Galloway, Miller Cop, even Ray Thompson stepped up. Uh, I just wanted to add that uh, we need to, uh, and I feel like we are getting used to as soon as uh, as soon as TJD gets the ball down low, he gets collapsed on. And we're building an offense around that. And I think that that is the key to success going forward is to continue to build the offense because teams after our, uh, I think we had won eight out of nine or something and, and trace was just dominating every single night. And after that, I think we went up to Northwestern and uh, basically this was the first time basically they just, every single time trace got the ball down low, he just got doubled up immediately and we had no answer for it. And we're finally figuring out how to build an offense around uh, Trace's double team. And the answer is so far, well, tonight it was obviously Jalen Hood, Chapino stepping up huge um, and other, other role players. But if we can continue to build around that and when X-Man comes back, man, this team can do a lot of damage in March. Uh, that's all I wanted to say. Thanks, Burke. Bye. Thanks so much again for the voicemail, Tony. Couldn't agree with you more. We're finally figuring it out. We we figured all season it was uh, get the ball to Trace, and if Trace doesn't score, somebody will be open because he's going to have two to three guys on him. Now we just have the shooting that's answering that call. We have the shooting. We we have the shooting in, like, you saw Trace visibly voice. <laughs> I guess, can you visibly voice? Uh, visibly display his frustration with Miller just not looking to shoot, not not taking the shot right when he had it. That's no longer the case. This Indiana team is finding the offense that that is running around Trace. They are finding out how he can be a quarterback from the front court. He's, his assist numbers are insane. It's all come together. Now it is going to be interesting to see how X-Man does fit into this whole situation because Trey's, Trey's earned minutes. Trey, he has earned minutes. And it's a question of, does uh, Xavier come back taking some of the minutes from Miller? Some of the minutes that were originally Miller's? Or, yeah, now that they'd have to go to Trey some? Uh, It's just going to be very interesting. But those are good problems to have. Too many weapons, always a welcome problem. Thanks again so much, Tony. Now we're going to get into some... uh, We're going to be talking about the latest scores from around the Big Ten. So uh, here we go. Let's talk some Big Ten ball. So, following the bummer that was Indiana's defeat to Michigan State, 80-65, to on Wednesday we had Maryland beat Minnesota, 88-70. to No surprise there. That was at home at Maryland, so double no surprise. Minnesota and at Maryland, dang, no chance in that one. Hart with the game-high 20 points. 
Six rebounds, four assists. Quite a stat line for the young man. Eh, I don't know how old he is. <laughs> Quite a stat line for him. Later that night, Wisconsin beat Iowa 64-52 to in what I can only imagine was a very painful game to watch as the game-high leading scorer had 13 points. Rebraca. Rebraca. The following day, Thursday, Illinois beat Northwestern 66-62. to Boo Booey with the game-high 35. Boo Hooey. Boo Hooey. Following that, we had Penn State beat Ohio State 75-71. to Bet you can guess who had the game high for the Penn State Nittany Lions. Yes, it was Mr. Jalen Pickett. Guess Bet you can guess who had the game high for the Ohio State Buckeyes. Yes, it was Mr. Bryce Sensible. After that game, Michigan beat the Rutgers Scarlet Knights 58-45. to Friday, no games. Saturday, we had Nebraska beating the Minnesota Golden Gophers 78-67. to Greasel with the game high 19 for the uh, for the uh, Huskers. We had Iowa take Michigan State to overtime at home, but ultimately prevail. Bad guys prevail there. Um, Christian or I said Christian McCaffrey. We all saw Fran McCaffrey uh, stare down the ref. That was so that was just so wild. He's so dramatic. It's so annoying. I can't stand that guy. God, I cannot wait to play them in Assembly Hall. I can't wait to see him, bitch. So, following that collection of games, it all culminated in our victory, folks. 79-71 over the Purdue Boilermakers. I cannot stress enough how awesome this victory was. Please revel in it. Because right now, the Hoosiers in the standings are sitting in third at 11-7. We have Purdue at 1, 13-5. They will most likely lock up that Big Ten here shortly. Um, Northwestern at 11-6. I could see them losing a few down the line. Here we go. Let's storm up. Let's secure one of those double buys, guys. Illinois creeping behind us at four, at ten and seven, and then there you go. You got Illinois, Maryland, Michigan, all ten and seven. Let, let's control our own fate. Let's win these two at home as we should. But before we do that, before we do anything, please enjoy the win. Rub this in the face of all of your Purdue supporting family members. You did it. <laughs> the Hoosiers beat Purdue, so you beat Purdue. That's how this whole fandom thing works, right? I don't know much. I don't know ball. <laughs> but I think that's how it works. Thank you so much for listening to the Often Daunted Podcast with me, Burke White. I cannot thank you all enough for listening. It's been so much fun. This has only been rolling, and uh, I feel like I'm getting a little smoother each time. If you like the show, please feel free to subscribe. I appreciate it a lot. If you uh, would like to do me an extra favor... Go ahead and leave me a review. Um, if you want to reach out to the show, I left you the number in that uh, call in earlier. Uh, you can reach out to me on Twitter at Often Daunted. Or uh, if you have any recommendations for the show or just, yeah, yeah, anything you got to say, send it my way at oftendaunted at gmail.com. Thank you so much. Who's your fans? Enjoy the win. Uh, you guys, swept, we swept Purdue. We swept Purdue. What could be better? <laughs>